is a copyright notice, copyright 2023 by Aquatic PD, all rights reserved, no part of this publication may be reproduced or distributed or transmitted in any form or by any means without disclaimer. The information provided in this podcast is for general information purposes only. While every effort has been made to ensure the accuracy and completeness of the contents of this podcast, Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck and the publisher disclaim all liability in connection with any actions taken based on the information contained here within. The advice and strategies presented in this podcast may not be suitable for every individual and they should not be considered as professional or legal advice. It is recommended that you consult with a qualified professional for any specific concerns or questions you may have. Neither Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck, nor the publisher shall be held responsible for any loss or damages, whether incidental, consequential or otherwise, arising from the use or reliance upon the information presented in this podcast. Contact information for any inquiries regarding permissions please contact Aquatic PD, Katrina Van Eyck at 53 Kevin Drive, Hidden Valley, Australia, Queensland, 4703, www.aquaticpd.com. Welcome to the Aquatic PD Podcast, where we take you on an innovative journey developing aquatic professionals from beginners to experts. This podcast is sponsored by AquaticPD.com. Dive into the world of aquatic education and professional development with Aquatic PD, your go-to resource for enriching and empowering swimming instructors and aquatic professionals. Hey team, welcome to the new Aquatic PD podcast. In this mini-series, Achieving Excellence in Swimming Instruction, we're going to delve deep into what it takes to be an exceptional swimming instructor. You see, being a swimming instructor is more than just a job. It's a calling. It's not about just what you do in the water either, but how you inspire and empower those that you teach. Every child and adult you teach is unique, both physically and emotionally. They process and respond to information in their own special way. So your role as a swimming instructor is to bring out the best in your swimmers by understanding how they learn and tailoring your approach to enhance their learning experience. As an instructor, each lesson you teach carries the potential to equip individuals with a life skill that could one day save their lives or they could use it to save someone else's. And to me, that's remarkable. It's absolutely amazing that we can teach that. So let's appreciate how these skills can be seamlessly transferred into your teaching while enhancing your ability to make a significant impact in the lives of others. Remember, as a swimming instructor, you have the power to influence your community and your swimmers in ways that you may not even realise. 
You instill confidence, you promote water safety, and you unlock the joy of swimming for people of all ages. Many of the skills we're going to talk about in this mini-series are transferable from experiences in your own lives and careers. For instance, if you're a current swimmer, you already have the profound understanding of how the body moves in the water. Being a parent or caregiver showcases your ability to connect with children and engage them in what they do. And if you've had customer service roles, you've learned how to relate to parents and also other facility members. So take the time to learn about what skills you already possess and how they can transfer to your aquatic teaching and give you that leg up in the industry. In this mini-series, we're going to discuss four categories of skills, which include teaching skills, communication and relationship building skills, safety and preparedness skills, and the skills of professionalism. And in this first episode, we will discuss the important skills related to your teaching. These include understanding the individuality of your swimmers, adaptive teaching methods, goal setting and tracking their progress, and practice and repetition. So let's dive in and discuss how we can understand the individuality of our swimmers. So when we're working with swimmers, we need to remember that they are more than just a number. Okay, they're more than just a number in your swim school. They are individuals with specific needs and interests, and we need to get to know them as a person and build a strong connection with them. Think of each swimmer as an individual who is unique physically, emotionally, and in the way they process and respond to the information they receive. We also need to understand that each of our swimmers has individual needs as well. So recognising and understanding unique needs of each swimmer will help you tailor your teaching approach, offering a more effective learning environment for your swimmers. The first and most vital step to understanding your swimmers' needs is learning how your swimmers prefer to learn. Getting to know how they learn best gives you the opportunity to clearly share your instructions with all your swimmers, make meaningful connections with them, and be able to use a more adaptive teaching style during your lessons. So each of your swimmers will have one main learning style, or learning preference as it's sometimes called, with another learning style being more prominent as well. So the five main learning styles include visual learners, auditory learners, kinesthetic learners, data learners, and reading and writing learners. So starting with visual learners. Visual learners learn best when they can tap into visual stimuli like demonstrations, writing on a board, the use of colour when writing, and videos. So when helping a visual swimmer, use a lot of demonstrations from either yourself or another swimmer in the class. Next, we have auditory learners, and auditory learners enjoy learning through listening and speaking. They thrive in environments where they can concentrate on verbal communication, free from excessive noise and distractions. Next, we have kinesthetic learners, and kinesthetic learners prefer to learn through hands-on experiences and physical activities. So the benefit from engaging in practical demonstrations, experiments, and interactive learning experiences. Next, we've got data learners, and data learners prefer to learn through using facts, figures, and data. So individuals with data-driven learning preferences excel when they can analyze and process facts and figures and information. 
They have a natural inclination to ask questions, to extract the specific details that they're after. And working with data and statistics stimulates their enthusiasm and they, and they possess the ability to swiftly absorb information. And lastly, we have the reading and writing learners. Now, some of your swimmers may prefer to learn through reading and writing information. They find written materials, note-taking and text-based resources helpful for understanding and retaining information. This learning style may not be as practical for swimming, but there are ways you can incorporate this learning style into your lessons. So just think outside the box and try and help all your swimmers with the different learning styles to be able to adapt and learn in a great learning environment. So get to know your swimmers' goals, aspirations and what motivates them by asking them questions and then aligning your teaching to help them achieve their personal best. So asking questions of your swimmers for the purpose of learning more about them will also help you become more attuned to the emotional well-being of your swimmers. You need to show empathy, provide support and help them manage stress or challenges effectively. By following these principles, you can create a learning environment that values and understands your individual swimmers as unique beings with specific needs and interests. This recognition fosters strong connections between you and your swimmers, empathy in your teaching and mutual understanding, leading to a more meaningful relationship and a more inclusive and harmonious swimming community, which for me sounds like the great atmosphere for all my swimmers to be learning. Now, our next skill is adaptive teaching. And adaptability is a crucial skill in today's ever-changing world as it's going to allow us to navigate uncertainties effectively. So as instructors, being adaptive means tailoring our approach to meet each of our swimmers' unique needs. This can involve creating a safe, inclusive environment where your swimmers feel empowered to make decisions about their own learning. So it's not all up to you to make decisions about their learning. Once they become capable to make their own decisions, we can give them the opportunity to make decisions about what they're learning and how they learn it themselves, empowering them to take control on their own learning. Adaptive teaching aims to provide customised learning experiences as there is a no one-size-fits-all approach to education. Instructors must closely monitor each swimmer's progress and adjust instructions and feedback accordingly. This approach is particularly beneficial for diverse groups including those with disabilities, and on the other side, for those who have exceptional abilities. The work to transition swimmers between levels, such as from advanced learn to swim to the squad level, is facilitated through adaptive learning. So as instructors at this level, you can allocate more time for a skill to practice if a swimmer needs it, or swiftly move the swimmer on to the next skill if they show that they are progressing and learning that skill really quickly. So it gives you that ability to adapt and move as needed. Underachievers also benefit significantly from adaptive learning as well. So customised tasks and personalised teaching enhances success, making these approaches particularly effective for those who may not typically thrive in a traditional learning environment. So it allows you to really adapt for their style and their ability, giving them that experience and one-on-one teaching that they need. Adaptive instructors remember to recognise the diversity of learners and tailor their teaching methods accordingly. 
So empowering your swimmers to make decisions about their learning fosters independence in them. Additionally, preparing swimmers for future stages of their swimming journey and being more flexible in adapting lesson plans are crucial for adaptive teaching. Effective use of resources and equipment further enhances the learning experience of your swimmers. Ultimately, adaptive instructors prioritise each swimmer's needs while ensuring the collective progress of the group. This role requires continuous learning. This role requires the swimming instructors to do continuous learning, have an open mindset and a genuine passion for each swimmer's development and success. So by embodying these principles, adaptive instructors create an environment that encourages individual growth, engagement and achievement for each individual swimmer. Now you can see why it's really important that we get to know what our individual swimmers want to learn and how they learn. As mentioned above, continuous professional development and self-reflection are crucial for honing adaptive teaching skills. You've got to expand your knowledge of adaptive instruction techniques, stay up to date on industry research and adapt your methods based on your swimmers' needs. So collaborating with colleagues and peers in the aquatic environment to share experience and learn from one another is really handy and helps you learn to be more adaptive. Understanding a child's standard development process can help you understand why progression is so important and when and how to progress a swimmer. It also helps you understand how land-based skills and development stages interrelate to each other and can help your swimmers and how they help your swimmers. And they will influence your teaching by knowing when and how you can adapt your teaching so your swimmers can learn a new skill easier. So this also ties in with having empathy towards your swimmers as empathy allows you to understand how your swimmers are feeling and what is motivating them. Giving you the opportunity to change and adapt your teaching style to fit their needs and offer a more engaged and productive lesson. Being an adaptive swimming instructor is an ongoing journey of growth and learning, but cultivating these characteristics creates a dynamic and inclusive environment that supports the progress of each individual swimmer. So next we have goal setting and tracking the progress of your swimmer's skills. Exceptional swimming instructors not only encourage their swimmers to set goals for their learning, but also set professional goals for themselves as well as goals for their lesson. So when setting goals, break them down into small achievable steps that lead you toward the desired outcome. Each step should gradually increase in complexity and remember to celebrate all the achievements you have along the way, whether they're small or big. So some people may find it helpful to map out the steps in reverse. So we're going to start from the final goal and work backwards to the first step. Now, while we're doing this, the research has shown that writing down your goals increases the likelihood of achieving them by 42%. So when you're mapping out your steps, be sure to write your goals down and where possible, display them where you can see them easily and often. Now, a great lesson begins with an aim or a goal in mind. So swimming instructors should state the specific learning outcomes or goals that they aim to achieve during each lesson. And these objectives should be measurable and aligned with your swim school's curriculum 
or instructional standards. So the goal for the lesson could include something specific like building swimming skills, water safety skills, stroke technique or endurance building or any other desired outcome. A great swimming instructor helps swimmers set achievable goals. These goals might range from conquering a particular technique to building endurance. Goal setting not only motivates swimmers but also provides a clear roadmap for their improvement. Both the swimmer and the instructor can then track how the swimmer is progressing towards their goal. Tracking the progress of a swimmer's goals is important and by regularly evaluating the swimmer's achievements and providing constructive feedback, swimming instructors can foster a sense of accomplishment in their swimmers. When swimmers witness their growth, they become more engaged and determined, keep pushing their limits and moving forward to achieve their goal. Regularly tracking a swimmer's progress also allows instructors to notice any challenges that the swimmer might be experiencing. And they can approach these challenges with the solution-oriented mindset. So when swimming instructors approach challenges with a solution-oriented mindset, they model effective problem-solving, they show resilience and adaptability skills which extend beyond the pool. And your swimmers will see these skills and adapt them and develop them themselves. And the last skill we're going to touch on in this episode is practice and repetition skills. So it's very rare a person can learn a new high-level skill and complete it correctly the first time. So as an instructor, you need to have the patience and perseverance to repeat activities and skills and instructions while continuing to be engaging and productive to give your swimmers time to develop the skills being taught without getting bored. Swimming skills are not skills you can rush to learn. So as swimming instructors, you need to take the time to help your swimmers advance a little more each week. By rushing and pushing a swimmer, we can scare them away. So take time to engage with them, remove the pressure from the environment and praise the hard work and effort the swimmer puts in. Not all kids learn at the same rate and some will learn a skill really fast while others may struggle to keep up with the basics. And your swimmers will also have bad days where they're not connected to their learning. You need to have patience to push through and repeat skills until each swimmer's mastered them. It may help to actually compile a list of how many ways you can teach the same skill. So this allows you to use repetition but not bore your swimmers. All skills are learned through repetition until the skill becomes automatic. So giving your swimmers the opportunity to learn through repetition and have patience while doing so will help your group of swimmers learn faster. Remember that each swimmer is an individual and you need to teach them to their individual needs. The skills we've explored in today's episode go beyond the technical aspects of teaching in the water. These are skills that tap into the individuality of your swimmers Use adaptive teaching methods, goal setting, tracking a swimmer's progress, having patience and the power of repetition in learning. Next month, we'll dive into another crucial aspect of teaching, which is communication and relationship building skills. These skills are the bedrock for creating a positive and supportive learning environment. And we'll discuss strategies to connect with your swimmers on a deeper level, fostering relationships that go beyond the pool. 
We hope you thoroughly enjoyed this episode and please reach out to us if you have any questions or comments as your feedback is greatly appreciated. So remember to mark our next episode next month in your calendar in the mini-series of Achieving Excellence in Swimming Instruction. Until then, keep honing your teaching skills and remember, you have the power to make a lasting impact on the lives of your swimmers. So dive in, stay committed and continue being the exceptional instructor that we know you are. Thank you for being part of the Aquatic PD podcast and you can find specific courses which go more in depth on a number of these points that we've made during this episode in our online courses at aquaticpd.com.